Thank you for listening to Lone Star Community Radio. This program was broadcasted and recorded live from the LSCR studios in downtown Conroe, Texas. Lone Star Community Radio is supported by listeners like you. Donate and sponsor today. For more information on getting involved with Lone Star Community Radio, contact us at lscrstudios at gmail.com or visit us online at www.irlonestar.com. A continuación, Voces en Acción, el programa comunitario que informa a la comunidad latina. Voces en Acción, la verdad en acción. Voices in Action, the truth in action. Now, con ustedes, Jenny Ibarra. Buenos días, buenas tardes, donde quieran que estén. Gracias por estarnos nuevamente con nosotros en Voces en Acción, eh, proveyéndoles las informaciones que ustedes necesitan a nivel nacional, internacional, a nivel del estado de Texas y en nuestras áreas de Conroe y Montgomery. Este Es un placer para mí estar con ustedes. Mi nombre es de nuevamente Jenny Rosales y soy su anfitriona. Um, thank you very much for being with us, whatever you are. Thank you for um, opening Uh, your TV or podcast or whatever you're opening right now to see us and to be able to under to take us and and listen of of you know voices in action and everything that we bring you whether it's uh, international national or things that are affecting us here in Texas and in Con the Conroe area Montgomery. Um, Jenny Rosales, your host. Today we're going to have an interesting show. Um, I'm introducing the show and we're going to be talking about a subject that people have been asking me to give them more information on and is about artificial intelligence and how the artificial intelligence is affecting us personally and how it's not affecting us, how it's giving us production, how it's... Um, um, allowing us to learn more and to understand that mankind, the mankind will never be replaced ever for any type of artificial intelligence because even the artificial intelligence is not perfect. Um, hoy está, vamos a hablar sobre eh, eh, inteligencia artificial, un, un, un tema que se me ha pedido mil veces que hable. Me han preguntado muchas veces que qué es lo que yo pienso acerca de esto y creo que vale la pena que nosotros traigamos al, a, a ustedes la información de lo que el, la, la, la inteligencia artificial puede hacer por nosotros o no puede hacer por nosotros, pero también al final que sepamos que la, la inteligencia artificial nunca va a poder reemplazar al ser humano, ¿ok? Así que voy a tomar unos minutos para introducirles a ustedes un video el video eh, va a hablar en inglés y va, yo voy a dar un resumen después en español sobre el video. Si lo pueden ver y lo pueden escuchar para que ustedes entiendan qué es lo que está pasando y cómo la, la, la inteligencia artificial está siendo eh, eh, infiltrada o entrada regularmente en nuestro diario vivir, en nuestros, en nuestro, donde vayamos y va a llegar un punto donde va a ser completamente eh, parte de nuestra, nuestra vida social. 
este, se lo agradezco para que lo escuche y ponga atención. Uh, we're going to go ahead, I'm going to go ahead and start with this little short video. Um, it's about probably third, four, four minutes video, and it talks about the artificial intelligence and how is the pro and cons of it. And we need to clearly listen to it so you guys are able to see what is it that is you're benefiting from or not. Take a look at it and we'll come back and discuss it. I will go ahead and do the introduction in Spanish after that, the translation of it. Thank you. Let's take a walk down a path in the future where most of the work is automated thanks to AI. What if we see automation everywhere we look from farming, transportation, manufacturing, education, to healthcare, customer service and so on? This can be a bit daunting to a regular, hard-working employee. However, saying that doesn't mean that humans could ever be completely eliminated from the equation. This just means that humans have moved up in the cognitive scale. AI is meant to aid humans to get things done faster, more efficiently, and eliminate mundane jobs. Have you ever wondered how AI will change the nature of work in the future? Banking. Imagine walking into a bank and not having any lines to stand in or having tellers to facilitate all your transactions. All you would see around you are machines that would carry out all your transactions at your fingertips. Wouldn't that be cool? That would mean no more tellers, accountants and brokerage clerks, but just more human relation managers and technological experts. Retail. Have you ever noticed how shelving robots and self-checkout machines have made their way into our shopping experience? And guess what? This is just the tip of the iceberg. The mundane and monotonous task of packing, stocking, cashiering will all be replaced by AI, and in no time at all there will only be a need for customer service executives and technological experts. Manufacturing. Do you know how costly and risky it is for humans to make errors in manufacturing units? AI will not only help to develop more efficient manufacturing processes, but also eliminate human error, expedite decision-making and increase productivity. Office functions will be eliminated, but there will be a surge in demand for sales professionals, engineers and technological experts. Healthcare. What would it be like to have your problem diagnosed before even meeting a doctor? Well, that's not too far away. AI is already learning to diagnose common recurring health problems and carrying out patient vitals. There will obviously be no need for admin and record-keeping staff, but nurses and doctors can never be completely replaced because there will always be new scenarios which AI cannot deal with effectively. Mining and energy. Since humans never stop requiring Earth's gifts, AI is enabling energy and mining companies to tap into new reserves, as well as increase extraction and production efficiency. Repeatable manual work and administrative jobs that involve data manipulation, such as meter reading, will be replaced, while demand for technological jobs will be buoyant. But all technologies come with some good and some bad. AI replacing jobs could lead to large-scale unemployment, AI cannot think on its own. They only carry out tasks that they are meant to and cannot react to new situations, so they tend to crash in such a case. They are very expensive and high in maintenance and repairs that are very costly. It could cause employees to get lazy as they are used to machines doing the work for them. Having said all of this, 
it can be concluded that AI could potentially not take away human jobs, but it will displace and change the nature of those jobs. Companies will have to change the structure of their organization, and employees will have to undergo certain retraining in order to be redeployed in the company to suit the new structure and requirements. Human-machine interaction will require humans to deepen their existing skill set or acquire new ones, but their harmony will result in multiple benefits, including increased productivity, growth in GDP, and enhanced corporate performance. Bueno, gracias por haber escuchado el programa, por el, el video y por poner atención a esta eh, información tan, tan importante a nivel mundial en todos nuestros países, en todos lados del mundo, esto está siendo implementado. Si usted puede poner atención en ese video, básicamente decían las cosas en las cuales este, la eh, inteligencia artificial está siendo implementada y las cosas en las cuales podemos utilizarla hasta cierto punto y no podemos utilizarla hasta cierto punto. Pero yo quisiera que se entendiera más clásicamente qué es lo que es inteligencia artificial. Thank you for listening to that video and that video is clearly explains a lot of concerns that we as as a, as humanity are we're facing now this is being introduced everywhere in the world we are uh have always in the from from ex or bait time we're talking about probably more than 20 years and to now that we have literally be able to face those why every time you call to a corporation if you're calling for uh Verizons, for example, they will answer the, the automated system. The automated system will guide you to several process and you have to literally fight with the automated system to get somebody to pick up the phone and talk to you about an issue that you may have with Verizons. Eh, pasa, eh, ha pasado esto de hace mucho tiempo, de, desde que comenzamos a ser tecnológicamente avanzados, eh, más de 20 años, donde automáticamente usted como persona ha tenido que enfrentarse a lo que significa la inteligencia este, eh, admitida de esa manera. Por eso, en el sentido que si usted tiene un problema, por ejemplo, con la compañía Vera, eso está llamando sobre su teléfono y usted quiere hablar con alguien, pero antes de que usted hable con esa persona, tiene que presionar 20 mil botones, tiene que esperar que le digan el total de su cuenta, tiene que hablar con un montón de máquinas primero antes de usted conseguir a una persona en vivo que pueda hablar con usted. Esto es lo que está pasando. La la artificial intelligence o, inter, eh, o, o lo que se llama inteligencia artificial es el uso de computadoras y máquinas para hacer mímicas de lo que es la humanidad y resolver problemas y decisiones este, eh, que el hombre solamente las puede resolver. And I'm giving the translation exactly of what is artificial intelligence. Artificial intelligence is the use of computers and machines to mimic the problem-solving and decision-making capabilities of the humankind. Okay, that's really, really basically a, a copy of a human person. Whether it's, it can be as a, made as a robot or it can be an image or it can be visualized or it can be via, via, via your voices or, or some type of uh, audio communication towards you. Basically, that's the way it's being introduced to anybody in the world right now. It, they say that this came from more, this, this, goes, this goes back to 2,700 years ago when basically um, 
the the um the Greek gods, and that's what they they blame it on, were trying to, and because of the issues of uh, the the theology on the way back when they were creating uh, Greek gods and everything to the mind. So those are what we call, um, 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 I'm gonna say. Historical history that is science um, that is not science scientifically um, approved or religiously approved. So basically, it's more like uh, like something that you know, tales uh, uh, or the god the gods of Greek and things like that that are uh, it's history that we make uh, as humans. They were saying that uh, the the same uh, theologies like. Um, uh, Aristoteles and all of them were thinking that there was going to be a day that humanity will be will, will need to expedite their way of thinking and the resolving uh, without being taking so long because decision making was needed to be done faster than usual uh, to the point that uh, they even even they says that the Greek god invention of uh, the back meeting uh, it says that include uh, precursors to AI. That means uh, that was meets, okay, uh, by Hepateus. He was one of the Greek gods. Eh, ellos hablan, dicen que esto viene de las ideas de hace más de 2.700 años atrás, donde eh, los, los historiales, eh, los, la gente del folclore y la ciencia y los, de, eh, sacaron la idea de que esto fue eh, la... la eh, Inteligencia artificial fue creada debido a que hubo unas ideas de los dioses griegos, metodología griega de hace muchos años atrás, donde decían que eh, el hombre tenía que comenzar a pensar más rápido, tenía que comenzar a, a dejar de tomar tiempo para pensar y actuar. Y la única manera que, que, que iban a llegar en los tiempos más adelante, de ese tiempo para acá, iba, iba a ser mediante algún tipo de de método o de creación donde el ser humano no tendría que pensar tanto y actuar más rápido. Este, se le distribuye el, el la creación de lo que es la, la inteligencia artificial eh, en un tópico al doctor McCarthy. Él es uno de los creadores de, de inteligencia artificial en ciencia e ingeniería de la, eh, que trabajó mucho con el Dharma College. Se le, you know, they're saying that basically uh, it is attributed to Dharma College, uh, Dr. McCarthy. Um, he defined, and he was one of the persons that started it, um, the, it via science and engineering on making intelligent machines. Um, the computer programming of LISP, which is um, used as, a, as, as integrated as artificial uh, intelligence. That's when it says that, you know, there was a method of using the same way that the man thinks and the same way that the man acts or, or the same way that the man reacts that's able to be placed into a machine and the machine is able to duplicate the amount of work that a man or a woman can do when we're, you know, because we're limited, we're limited individuals. So basically that's the issue why this artificial intelligence was created. Dice que la, la, la sesión de crear 
la ingeniería y poner junto con el sistema de computación lo que es realmente la inteligencia artificial fue porque ellos pensaron que el ser humano estaba limitado para ciertas cosas cuando se trata por lo menos en los diferentes campos donde la producción tiene que ser extremadamente rápida, el ser humano no podía ya hacerla. Entonces automáticamente trataron de construir una, una máquina o una comenzaron con una máquina donde se podría, esa, esa máquina podía hacer mímica de lo que el, cómo el ser humano piensa, cómo el ser humano actúa, cómo el ser humano habla y automáticamente poder triplicar ese trabajo, hacer que esa máquina trabajara a una velocidad mucho más de lo que hace el ser humano y realmente ha llegado a ser a esa capacidad. And really the capacity of doing this type of machines or this type of machinery or robots or, you know, whatever it is, because I've seen several images and you can go into the internet yourself and you can search, um, uh, you know, um, uh, intelligence, uh, you know, artificial intelligence, AI, and all about, you'll see tons of tons of articles. The articles that I'm pulling are from the Britannica. I'm pulling articles from um, different sources. And basically, all of them come with the same thing. Basically, why is it that it was created? How it feels that it's going to work for the human being? And how it's not going to work for us? Uh, and when they give you the pros and the cons on it, they're telling you that there's never going to be a replacement from humankind we're not able to be replaced by them because they need us to feed from us. That means we're the ones that are originally thinking, even though they're machines and they can think and they can act, they will not, they will need, they will need to be um, fixed because they get damaged. They get, they have issues. They a, a lot of issues that we're going to uh, mention in a couple of minutes. And they're not only, they're not as safe as it's supposed to be safe. So there's a lot of issues that they're still working on it, but it's noticeable that in there's certain some areas of the society of the humanity as a whole, we're not gonna ever be replaced. Humanity will never be able to be replaced. It is amazing because we're able to understand that, that our creator, with that, and I can say that personally, knows what he was doing when he was creating us. That means there's never going to be a replacement for this, uh, for the intelligence, artificial intelligence, even though, even though we are being probably um, um, selectively replaced in certain areas. Um, for example, um, I'm going to go ahead and give what is good for society and what is not good for society. AI is good for society because it makes us it makes the life easier, enjoyable, and improves the health and the standard living. Okay, why they say that? Because, um, for example, in a car, the artificial intelligence intelligence that you have in a Tesla, for example, one of the uh, cars that have been literally said that has an inter artificial intelligence submitted on it, and it does. I've been in a Tesla, and I know directly how it works, and it's, it's amazing, but it's to me, it's scary, okay? You have them in areas in, in California, where in California, they have Ubers made of Teslas, and there's no drivers on the seat, And that's scary. You don't even know how scary it is. I have been in those Teslas and they can drive by themselves because they, they are 
uh, connected directly with an, the artificial intelligence, and only that they're connected with the, um, the global system of GPS, automatically being connected with the GPS, and they're able to go and pick you up and take you to a place wherever you're going without no issue. And that's something that, you know, we need to see it that is amazing. Yes, it's amazing, but personally, I would not take a car that has not a driver. That's the person, that's my personal opinion. But still, that is being uh, addressed for a lot of people that are needing that type of type of transportation. California has those those cars, and Teslas are working over there that way. Um, estoy hablando de lo que es, lo que realmente hace este sistema de inteligencia artificial. No podemos ser reemplazados. Sé que claramente ya se dictaminó eso y ya los mismos científicos que están trabajando en la perfección de, la, de lo que es eh, la inteligencia artificial se han dado cuenta que tiene muchos problemas que no se van a poder con, con, completamente corregir y que el ser humano va a tener que estar ahí para poder hacer los cambios. Significa que realmente el miedo de nosotros a tener un robot dándonos la comida, un robot en la cajera para podernos cobrar, un robot que nos va a ayudar a conseguir nuestras medicinas o que nos va a dar nuestra, nuestras despensas, no tendríamos que tener miedo porque en el momento que el robot no trabaje, un ser humano tiene que arreglar el robot. Okay? Y eso es lo que primero tenemos que pensar. Se ha, así se, se ha hablado de que el ser humano va a ser reemplazado en todos los aspectos. No, en muchos aspectos no va a ser reemplazado. Y el video lo dice claramente. En el área de ciencias no va a ser reemplazado. Si están haciendo probetas y si están haciendo medicamentos, puede ser reemplazado. Pero si están en, en, en frontline, lo que son los doctores y las enfermeras, no van a poder ser reemplazadas porque la inteligencia artificial no tiene la capacidad de poder cambiar automáticamente de, una, de un pensamiento al otro, de un, como lo hacemos nosotros que podemos lo que se llama multitax o hacer múltiples cosas a la vez. No puede, no, la, la, la inteligencia artificial no puede hacer eso. La inteligencia artificial es, se programa para hacer ciertas cosas y se hace, se, la programación es específicamente en lo que va a hacer. De manera que si usted llega al, al, al eh, el hospital, y tiene un brazo roto por un accidente, y se dan cuenta de que eh, lo que tuvo el brazo roto, roto también tiene un derrame interno de alguna célula o algo, que alguna, eh, perdón, no célula, algún un órgano que está sangrando, la, la inteligencia artificial va a trabajar en el brazo, pero no puede trabajar al mismo tiempo con, con el, el sangrado interno, porque no va a estar preparada para el cambio brusco de una, de una decisión a la otra, cosa a la cual un médico y una enfermera profesionales pueden captar si usted tiene algún problema interno que le va a hacer, que se lo, que le, que le puede curar y automáticamente también salvar, el, ayudarle con su brazo. Eso, esas pequeñas cosas se han dado cuenta que, la, que, la, eh, que la, lo que es la inteligencia artificial no puede hacer. Ahora, las cosas que dicen que son buenas para la sociedad de lo que es el cambio de, de, de personal por eh, maquinaria de inteligencia artificial es, por ejemplo, eh, que es conveniente para las cosas que nosotros disfrutamos eh, para nuestra salud, para, para, para el estándar de, de vida de nosotros. Eh, de, le estaba explicando a, a mis amigos americanos que básicamente en California hay Ubers que se corren solamente solos. Son carros de Tesla, porque Tesla es el primer carro que, has, que está basado prácticamente en inteligencia, interna, en, en, en inteligencia artificial. 
es una máquina que si el, el que está manejando decide no manejar, automáticamente el carro lo lleva a donde va. Porque mediante el Uber eh, lo hacen mediante el GPS y este, en, en la persona puede poner automatic driving y automáticamente va a manejar. El carro sabe cuándo parar, el carro sabe cuándo hay una luz, el carro sabe todo y automáticamente va a hacer todo esto. Eh, pero también hay que ver que las máquinas se dañan. Si la persona está, el carro, por X o motivo, hay un problema de señal y no hay una, una, un, una conexión directa del, de lo que es el, el sistema de GPS con el carro, el carro se va a parar. El carro automáticamente para, no va a trabajar, tiene que tener una persona que trabaje para poder manejarlo. Así que automáticamente en ese momento nos damos, nos damos cuenta que no vamos a poder ser reemplazados. Um, basically, That's one of the things we're able to navigate because of the, the type of Teslas we're using. We're using a lot of um, uh, things that are able to the technology, uh, mechanical-wise. For example, if you're giving a, a speech, uh, you have somebody that you want to present, and the person is not in the room with you. You're able to have an image of the person, and the person is able to give you a, a speech, and the person can be right literally in front of you, And you're thinking that's the person, and that's not the person, that's just an image. And the person can talk and say everything that they wanted to say, and you're thinking that the person is in front of you, and the person you're going to be able to see, and the person you're, you're able to interact with the person. No, you're not able to interact with the person, but the person is giving you the message that they originally was supposed to give you because they couldn't be at that meeting at the same time. So those are good things because we're able to understand that they're able to give, give, us, give us a second image a human being image to related to a vertical vision of you with your hair and everything the way you are automatically just because of an image. And that image is able to take your tone of voice. That image is able to talk to you and say all this, the things that you were going to say in that different speech. And you will never miss an, a, 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 a speech because people can choose you to go to Singapore and you're not in Singapore and you're in the United States and you're able to just go to Singapore and do your speech and come back because there's it's not you physically doing it it's some type of imagery with your face your format your tone of voice everything and you you still gave your talk you know this is perfect for a lot of people that are in business that are um Uh, uh, politi politicians that are, uh, you know, uh, that are uh, in the media, uh, you know, Hollywood actress, act actors that they're needing to present themselves, they're able to, to do that, you know. But to the point, there's not a contact, there's not a social contact, but there's an image, and that's something that is beneficial for them. Uh, the other thing, he says that during the pandemic, Uh, for example, the, the um, gyms, people used to go every day to the gyms and they couldn't go to the gym through the pandemic. So AI, there was an option for most of these LA fitness and things like that as AI options for gym um, uh, exercises through the internet. They were doing uh, uh, a, a lot of aerobics and classes of uh, pilots or all type of exercises through the computer system and basically they would they would not need it to present themselves and get exposed to a virus so that helped a lot you know uh, for example the peloton bikes 
there's now they created the new machinery of pelotons. Pelotons, you are able to have one of those uh, pelotons in your household. You buy it, and basically you're doing the same exercises that if you go to a gym and do the exercises of you know biking in in uh, with with your with your uh, trainer. And there's a specific trainer on the peloton bikes, and those are artificial intelligence machines that have the video of a person giving the class. Okay. Um, they monitor always too. They're able to monitor the yoga, okay? And even the baseball swings or golf, everything is able to be monitored. You're, even to play, you're able to play golf in your house, practice golf in your house. That's something that it was never done before. It's being done right now, okay? The other thing, they seem they, they, during, this, during the pandemic or during the time that we were off, we started having what they call virtual visits to your doctor. So where you're sick, you didn't have to go presently, go in, you're able to talk to your doctor and the doctor is able to give you the, the response of a medical attention if it's not, you know, something extreme or something simple like a cold or, you know, fever or something that you were having or, you know, anything, you're able to have a one-to-one -one with your doctor on a secure private setting and you, you're able to, you know, away, stay, stay away from going to the doctor's office and catching any virus or being sick. That was something that they, uh, they say um, that is um, uh, available and has always been available and basically is the new way of, um, of the healthcare. So it will minimize the attention of, uh, of paying high costs to the doctors for the amount of patients that sometimes there are 20 or 15 patients waiting for, for seeing one doctor at a time and, and, and there's accumulative a, a uh, uh, periods of wait time for you to see your doctor when you can do a virtual, a, a virtual visit. Estamos hablando de las cosas que, como, como decía, que eran un pro para la comunidad de, en la parte de, de médica de nosotros. Eh, habla sobre el, durante la pandemia que eh, muchas, muchos eh, este, gimnasios decidieron tener este, clases en línea de, 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 de bicicleta o clases de, este, de golf o, o clases de, eh, ¿cómo se llama?, eh, de golf y, y de yoga porque era mucho más fácil hacerlas en su casa y no exponerse a la pandemia. Eso comenzó durante el tiempo de la pandemia. Lo otro también es este, que pudimos ver a nuestros doctores y a nuestras enfermeras asistentes o, o PAs, PA, perdón, los, los, los practitioners assistants que son los que están usualmente siendo ayudando al doctor, ellos los pueden, a veces usted puede sacar una cita con ellos y todavía está el sol de hoy, Methodist Hospital lo tiene, usted llama por teléfono, usted quiere ver a su doctor mediante la computadora, en vez de verlo personalmente lo puede hacer y la doctora toma su hora y se sienta con usted y usted le dice lo que tiene, manda la, las prescripciones al doctor, eh, si es por prescripciones o si es porque tiene un, una enfermedad, o se siente mal o algo, ella o él le dice qué es lo que tiene que hacer y automáticamente se tiene que presentar al doctor o si no se tiene que presentar automáticamente toma la solución, pero eso quita el tiempo de espera de muchos pacientes para poder ver un doctor y ayuda y minimiza al hospital a poder no tener tanta gente que vaya al hospital al mismo tiempo o a las citas médicas y se pueda contagiar un montón de gente porque hay demasiadas personas tratando de ver a un solo doctor al mismo tiempo. 
Este, la otra cosa que ha ayudado mucho eh, la, la, la ciencia artificial de inteligencia es a las personas con deshabilidad. The other thing that um, the artificial intelligence has helped a lot is on the, um, basically the, the assistance with people with disability. Um, it is amazing to know that that's, that's there. And I do believe that is something that, you know, uh, people don't use a lot. They use a lot. For example, Amazon's Echo um, is able to use to put babies to sleep. And at the same time, it's used to uh, uh, help, like Siri, Alexa, and Cortana. Um, they're able to, um, at the same time, navigate the Internet for you if you're having an issue, if you're deaf. Si no puedes escuchar, if you're deaf, you're able to type and they're able to transcribe and be a voicemail to your doctors or to, for example, if you're, you're trying to contact your doctor that you're sick but you're deaf and you're not able to, to uh, hear what's going on, um, these different apps are able to connect you through their voices to the person that you're trying to talk to. By your typing, automatically, that type communication is being voiced out to the person that is reaching. Um, the, the others, a lot, there's a lot of virtual assistants that now on, online that you can use to conversate, that means to make conversations, to communicate, and, and will help you and will allow using the commands better, especially with people that are deaf or they're not able to, to speak uh, either or, you know. And uh, the other thing is used for people that have hearing aids, and uh, it will help them uh, synchronize the hearing aids uh, or assist them with uh, their, their basic things like scheduling appointments or uh, getting their bank accounts or things like that. They're able to use Alexa, Cortana, and the same thing with Siri. And uh, that's stood by the creation of Amazons. Amazons has done the big impact on those three, uh, three specific um, voice commands to assist them perfection, uh, you know, via Microsoft and all the stuff to make sure that people with disability are taken care. Um, lo que estamos hablando ahora es como la disabilidad, los lugares hay, hay, hay diferentes eh, programas, programas como Alexa, este, Cortana y Siri que se encargan de comunicar, al, por, por lo menos usted está enferma, no puede hablar o, 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 o por X motivo es sordo mudo, automáticamente usted está espiando Alexa, Siri o Cortana, pueden hablar mediante su voz lo que usted está escribiendo y la persona que está a tomando o está tratando de entenderle, puede escuchar eso y automáticamente esa es una de las cosas que la, la, la inteligencia artificial hace para poder que usted pueda comunicarse con las personas que usted necesita, sea llamar al banco, sea este, hablar con su farmacia a ver si su prescripción está lista, sea que usted tenga que hacer una conversación con algún cliente, si está trabajando, etcétera, etcétera. Así que básicamente hasta eso ya no necesita usted su propia voz salir, sino eh, eh, los, Alexa puede hablar por usted eh, eh, y, 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 y es, 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 bien, es bien bonito que Alexa y esas, esas voces, esos, esas, esas diferentes plataformas de comunicación se estén utilizando. Hay muchas, pero esas son las mejores. Este, eh, el, en, los, en los teléfonos también 
hay lo que le llaman voiceovers o talkbacks, que también eh, lo utilizan las personas que tienen problemas para comunicarse y cuando usted está hablando con una persona por teléfono, usted quiere que la persona le escuche, usted le puede tapiar, la persona escucha la voz y la, voz, la persona le habla a usted y el, 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 el texto le sale a usted en forma de texto, automáticamente se puede hacer y este, puede hacerlas también para personas que tienen problemas de visión. Hay, muchos, hay muchas personas ciegas que utilizan muchos artículos, muchas cosas para poder comunicarse mediante el el tacto y mediante el oído, ya que no pueden ver. Hay personas ciegas que pueden ver hasta cierto límite y mediante la luz pueden hacer un, puede hacer un impacto de vista de alguna cosa que puedan ver o que puedan comunicarse. Esto, estos voiceovers o talkbacks se llaman, son eh, específicamente para ese tipo de personas. Y las personas como voice it pueden, pueden transferir la información a las personas con impedimento. Va, y, y, eh, ahora, también, no solamente personas con impedimentos así de hablar o no sé qué, también personas que están sentadas en una silla de ruedas. Ahora vamos a hablar de eso. I'm talking about the, the, how the smartphones right now are so well equipped that you're able to have voiceovers and talkbacks. And basically, those are used a lot for people that are, that are having e issues with communicating and they're able to give you images or things that you're able to see so you can understand what they're saying. And at the same time, uh, it helps them with the battery levels. It helps them with, uh, you know, when they're in completely impaired people, they, it helps them. Now we're going to talk about will maps, okay, you know, uh, wheelchair accessibility, okay? There's a lot of people that are wheelchairs, uh, people that are not able to see. Uh, so they're depending on indoor and outdoor, outdoor navigation systems. And that's something that is already improving uh, on all the wheelchair accessibility and, you know, all the implementations like thermostats or uh, smart lightings or plugs and things like that can be uh done for a person with mobility issues. People that, remember, we have people that are cognitive impaired disabilities, people that are, you know, completely uh, unable to do anything from their down, and they're able to think, but they're able to talk, and they're using those systems in order for them to continue a, a more advanced life, okay? Uh, basically, that's when it comes to, uh, to advanced uh, projects like in robotics, They're trying to create robots that are able to assist these people with, with no mobility. So they're able to be able to be even bathe, clean, you know, do their necessities. There's going to be a day where they're going to have robots that are, uh, you know, taking care of elderly that are in, unable to do nothing. They're able to help them. But still, that doesn't. Again, do not, that's not able to supplement or to take away the man-woman relationship, the societal relationship, the sociology. That's not gonna, ever going to be dead because we're able to need that. We're going to go ahead and take a break for a couple of minutes for, for sponsors, and we'll come back and we'll continue with the rest of the information, and then we'll talk about the cons in, against the artificial intelligence. Estamos hablando sobre los proyectos que tienen que van a crear este, robots que, están, que van a ser especializados para asistir a las personas que están en una cama 
postradas o que no pueden moverse por nada. Y estas personas van a estar asignadas con un robot especial que se va a encargar de atenderlos, bañarlos, hacer, ayudarlos a hacer sus necesidades, etcétera, etcétera. Y eso es lo que se está trabajando ahorita mismo. Es bueno en cierta forma, en cierta forma no se sabe porque todavía no se ha probado, pero dice que los termos van a ser mejor para leer el termostato, para tener la, cómo está la calidad de vida del paciente, etcétera, etcétera. Todo eso está siendo trabajado y eso está como parte de la inteligencia, creación de la inteligencia artificial y que vamos a estar viendo en un futuro eh, eh, para que las personas puedan eh, este, eh, no depender de una persona o de una enfermera sobre la noche. Supongamos que es una enfermera trabaja de ocho horas, tiene que ir a descansar. Automáticamente el robot entraría y trabaja, cuidaría a la persona. Así que vamos a hablar de esto. En unos minutos vamos a ir a un, a un, un, un break comercial con nuestros patrocinadores y volvemos. Hi, this is Jenny with Voces en Acción. Let me talk to you guys about one of our sponsors, First Financial Bank. First Financial Bank can help your dream of becoming a homeowner true. The new affordable mortgage program at First Financial Bank can be a great option for those seeking to achieve this dream for themselves and their families. They are here to help you. For more information, call First Financial Bank at 936-439-1800 and discover how First Financial Bank can help you today. That is 936-439-1800. The American dream is at reach at First Financial Bank. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. Hola, les habla Jenny de Voces en Acción y voy a hablar sobre un patrocinador de nosotros, First Financial Bank. First Financial Bank puede ayudar a cualquiera a hacer realidad un sueño de convertirse en propietarios de una casa. El nuevo programa de hipotecas asequibles de First Financial Bank puede ser una gran opción para quienes buscan alcanzar este sueño para ellos y sus familias. Ellos están aquí para ayudarle. Para obtener más información, llame al 936 439-1800 y descubra cómo First Financial Bank puede ayudarle hoy mismo. El número es 936-439-1800. El sueño americano está al alcance en First Financial Bank, prestamista de vivienda equitativa, miembro FIDC. Thank you again for being with us. Thank you for supporting us. Uh, Jenny Rosales, continuing the show on uh, artificial intelligence. Thank you uh, to our sponsor, like usual on this day, uh, First Financial Bank. And as always, thank you for their support to be with us. Gracias nuevamente por estar por nosotros. Gracias por eh, mantenerse en el show. Y gracias a First Financial Bank por pertenecer, como es costumbre, a la familia de Voces en Acción y estar con nosotros. Este, voy a continuar, este, ya que quedan pocos minutos para el show, este, hablando ahora de lo que lo último que era que el, la, la, la inteligencia artificial asiste a lo que es los trabajos 
en el espacio de trabajo, eh, maquinarias, todo lo que es eso, eso siempre se nos ha impuesto y nosotros hemos tenido que aprender con eso. Eso va a seguir implementándose y va a poder crecer. Van a haber puestos de trabajo donde van a tener que ser reemplazados por maquinarias porque se siente que la habilidad del, 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 de la maquinaria o de la inteligencia artificial va a ser mucho más factible en esa parte del trabajo. I'm talking about intelligence, uh, artificial intelligence replacing our jobs. That's something that may be happening in certain positions, not in all of them. Again, I will say this is going to be really weird for some people, but people think that we're going to just going to go ahead, be, you know, artificial intelligence will be taking over and it's not going to happen. Artificial intelligence needs us. We don't need them. Okay, so at this point, they're going to be always run by humans and humans will always take decisions over their artificial intelligence. Um, the other thing uh, I'm going to talk now is in the, the harms. The, there's three or four cons things that are in, against uh, us using artificial intelligence. They will replace our jobs. So, of course, there's going to be more people without jobs. That's what they're complaining. Everybody in the world is complaining about that. But I'm going to be honest with you. Um, it will help, but at the same time, it will harm. Yes, there will be a big, big toll of people that will be unemployed due to artificial intelligence. And that's something that the governments are working on to make sure that um, our, our system, our global system, uh, and everywhere in the world, that needs uh, uh, the mankind uh, um, hand to work with will continue using them instead of using artificial. Uh, the United States have put laws and is working on laws where the artificial intelligence will not take over the man work. They will, they will assist them, but they were not able to replace them. And that's something that all of our senators and, you know, and, and congressmen are working on to make sure that when this is implemented, it doesn't happen in the United States of America. Even though, as of October 2020, the, work, the Economic World Forum reports that 43% uh, will, will, be, will, will be reduced because of this, there's a skeptical numbers on this, and that needs to be proven. The other thing, uh, the AI is not going to be completely replacing us because it, there's issues about uh, human racism. And basically, it's because the, the machinery is not well um, um, set up to identify men or women, and automatically that's something that they're working on. Uh, it is, there's a study uh, recognizing that there's fastly matched between 28% of the members of the Congress, their mugshots, <laughs> they match with, that's, that's one of the, the testing they did, with 40% of errors with other people that were like criminals. For example, I put my face in and my face may look like somebody that's a criminal and they may recognize that other person and thinking it's me or me, the same words with that other person. So at this point, there's issues about the mash making facing and that's something that needs to be corrected. So basically that's what they're calling that is um, uh, in in the areas of, of, you know, of that, you know, uh, racism part of it. The other thing is that Uh, or lower uh, minorities will be replaced, and that's something that they're questioning about it. And well, that's something that will have to be um, tabulated in, you know, put in, in, in numbers and st statistics. How many black people are being replaced by, by artificial interests? How many Hispanics? How many Asians? 
all the stuff that's going to be needed. Estamos hablando básicamente del de racismo de las máquinas estas, porque sí, no pueden reconocer específicamente las caras, se confunde el, la cara de una persona que es normal o que es un congresista con un criminal. Eso ha pasado muchas veces en, eh, cuando están haciendo eh, reconocimiento mediante tu cara y eso, es, eso, es, eso, eso está pasando en las máquinas. También hablan sobre cómo te, eh, cuánta, qué porcentaje de, de minorías van a ser afectadas por estas máquinas, ya que dicen que la minoría blanca o la, la minoría hispana, la minoría negra van a ser afectadas en su trabajo. Y lo último, este, que tienen un problema de peligro, poseen un problema de peligro porque pueden ser violentas dependiendo qué tipo de trabajo tengan. Eso se habló muchas veces acerca de que si agarran la policía, la policía pueden poner robots y los, los robots no tienen el control sobre sus armas y básicamente si estos robots van a ser justos en atacarnos personalmente o no, eso es una cosa que tiene que ser utilizada y estudiada. They're saying too, the other thing they're saying is that may, may physically harm humans because basically They, if they, they put robots in the police force, the police force will be uh, kind of like we were going to be really reluctant about using robots because we don't know if they're going to attack us in a further down the road. Like, you know, of course, happens in all the movies. So we need to be paying close attention of those things and we'll try, we'll try to memorize ourselves and uh, that basically humans will never be replaced by uh, in any type of intelligence. Humans come first and we're really able to run them. We're the ones who created them. They are not gonna create us. And that's the way we need to. We need to talk to our governments, to our uh, senators, to our congressmen in regards to this, and they're able to put and implement laws that will protect humankind. And that's the majority of the things that we're needing to face and talk about. Tenemos que hablar con nuestros eh, eh, gobernadores, nuestros representantes, nuestros congresistas acerca de la inteligencia artificial y cómo podemos utilizarla para el beneficio del ser, del ser humano, no en contra del ser humano. Y eso es lo que este, este, este show fue para poderlos aclarar preguntas de lo básico que hay. Hay mucha más información en línea. Por favor, pónganse en línea, traten de buscar lo que significa es, eh, eh, inteligencia artificial y cómo pueden ustedes interesarse sobre esto. Es una, una, una ramificación grande en información y hay que saber cómo diluirla, cómo saber, cómo entenderla. Pero lo que hay que saber es que nunca vamos a poder ser reemplazados por ellos. We will have to really go into the internet search artificial intelligence and look for the thousands of reports in regards to it. But the thing that we need to rem remember is that humankind will never be replaced by anything. We are the ones who created them. And that's something that we have in our power. I will go ahead now and say thank you for you being with us, for, for, for standing up and saying, I want to keep listening to Jenny. I'm here for you in Voces en Acción. Any questions, please contact me, 832-732-4744, 832-732-4744. I'm at your services. Gracias por estar por nosotros. Cualquier pregunta, llámeme, 832-732-4744. Estoy al la, a la, a la, a la auxilio, a la ayuda de cualquiera de ustedes. Y estaremos en nuestro próximo show. Eh, en la próxima semana con alguna nueva creación, con algo nuevo que Voces en Acción le traerá. Gracias por estar por nosotros y que pasen buenas tardes. Thank you for being with us. We'll see you in our next edition of Voces en Acción and I'll be here to help you and guide you to another more fun topic. Have a good day. Bye bye. Hey. 
Hey, this is Jenny from Bosses en Acción. First Financial Bank can help those who wish to purchase their own home but do not have a social security. Their IT and home loan can be a perfect option for those in that situation. They're able to be reached and they can help you at 936-439-8300. That number is 936-439-1800. The American dream, it is at the reach with First Financial Bank. First Financial Bank, it is an equal housing lender, member of FIDC. Hola, soy yo, Jenny, de Voces en Acción, y vamos a hablar sobre nuestro patrocinador, First Financial Bank. First Financial Bank le puede ayudar a quienes desean comprar su propia casa, pero no tienen un número de seguro social. El préstamo hipotecario de ITN puede ser una opción perfecta para quienes están en esta situación. Estamos aquí para ayudarles y los puede contactar al 936-439-1800. El número es 936-439-1800. El sueño americano está al alcance con First Financial Bank. Prestamista de vivienda equitativa, miembro FIDC. Esto fue Voces en Acción, el programa comunitario que informa a nuestra comunidad latina. Voces en Acción, la verdad en acción. Voices in Action, the truth in action. Hasta nuestra próxima edición.